Hello, and welcome to the Rant and Rave Cave with Logan and Archer. So we have a few things to talk about. Um, we're going to definitely be talking about some TV stuff and game stuff today. Uh, we're just going to go right into it. So Harmon Quest is back. If you know anything about us, we love this type of stuff. I particularly like, I've, I've, I've always liked Nerd Poker and other podcasts that are D&D related. Harmon Quest is unique in that it's the same thing. People are set up. They record themselves being uh, playing this game. Uh, and then, but then they animate it, and that's and, the best part. Yeah, and then they also bring in like uh, actors, like real actors, to do all this kind of stuff, and it's just amusing because some of them kind of know how to play, others of like, no, I'm idea. just gonna do things, and we'll see how it works out. I think Audrey Plaza was one of my favorites, but um, what's his name, uh, Thomas something, the guy from Silicon Valley. Oh yeah, he was my favorite so far of the guests. Um, on that note, kind of. Side note, uh, Nerd Poker does a, if you're a Patreon member, they do a similar thing where they bring in special guests, and they had the guy who played um, the bro lawyer from How I Met Your Mother. Oh, yeah. Um, and apparently he's like a real big D&D guy, and so much so that after he was done with this, or maybe the same time, I don't know, he went over and started a, an actual like podcast slash video cast um of of the same thing it's basically his character and they've started up over at nerdist that's cool so it's got like um and i, I started listening to other things from the nerdist one of them being bizarre states uh, due to one of my friends and so one of the people from bizarre states jessica chobot is also on there so it was this weird clashing of worlds for me because you had this guy who went and did the the nerd poker thing, and now he's over doing the thing with one of the people from Bizarre States. And did I'm he like, play his character in nerd poker? It, it feels like the same thing. I don't know if the name is the same or the and the background's the same, but it was similar. He is a uh, dragonborn oathbreaker paladin, and he was the same. That was the same overall thing for both characters. Um, so it, it's, it's really weird that that was, I was like, this is too much clashing. I don't like what's going on here. My worlds are colliding <laughs> type of thing. Um, but back to Harmon Quest, uh, Harmon Quest was on something else before. I don't remember what it was called, but now it's on VRV, which is made by Crunchyroll. When you boot it up, it says VRV made by Crunchyroll. Um, and VRV is this interesting subscription site that has all these other subscription sites wrapped up into one. So it has Crunchyroll in it, so you can watch Crunchyroll stuff. It has Funimation, has Rooster Teeth, it has Nerdist, it has uh, Cartoon Hangover, I think is what it's called. Um, just a bunch of different things in there. And one of them being Harmon Quest is the one of the big draws for it. And it's pretty cool because I've started watching other things that are on there. And that's how I found the one with um, the bro lawyer guy. I think it's Joe Magna. Magna. Oh, yeah. Um, that's how I found that one. And uh, I was just looking. This is all it. available on uh, PC. And you said most of this is available on um, PS4 or all of it? All of it's available on PS4. All of it's available on PC. It is a little bit since it's a new platform. It's a little bit. Uh, glitchy right now so sometimes um, videos you need to refresh on the website and sometimes you need to completely refresh the application on your ps4 because it will crash 
but I, I haven't seen too many issues with that. Um, most of the time I can just, you know, binge. I start, I re started rewatching the first season of Harmon quest. Cause why wouldn't you? Why not? Um, Cause well, cause you only feel funny. There's only two episodes out for season two for Harmon oh, quest. Okay. And they're doing it every Friday, a new episode. So I watched those two episodes. Then I was like, I need more. <laughs> <laughs> so I went back and started watching them. I'm already almost finished with it, I guess. I was going to say, and it's not like it's a bad time to rewatch them either, because they're, yeah. they're still amusing. I've only seen them once, so I think I might have to pick this up. Um, you get a free 30-day trial. It's only um, $9.99 a month for it. And that's uh, for you know. premium access, so you get yeah. all that different kind of stuff in there. And uh, as Logan was saying before we started, it's actually most of those other services or nine ninety nine to start with. Yeah. So the fact that we get all this just wrapped into one is pretty awesome. I think Funimation is nine ninety nine or even fourteen ninety nine. So the fact that you're getting a discount on Funimation, um, or the same amount plus extras. So you might as well. I mean, I started watching stuff on there because it's got Funimation, and Funimation's catalog is gigantic. Yeah, like, I would say half of the anime that I've watched is probably Funimation. Yeah, um, and there's stuff on there that I didn't realize was even Funimation. Like, um, they had Chobits on there. Um, I don't know if you ever remember that one. That was a big popular one when we were in high school. Um, I only watched, like, a couple <laughs> of those. It was not my thing. It, I don't... Chobits, so just so anyone knows, Chobits is like this weird anime about, like, I don't remember where they come from, or I don't know if they're manufactured or if they're aliens, I don't remember, but they're basically, uh, no, they're they're like supercomputers, they're like supercomputer people, so it's like having this servant, um, really attractive young girl, like, with you, like, I don't know, it, it's anime, so who oh, knows age, right. and, you know, you don't. One of the one when the thing first shows up, so the guy finds it, I think, on the road or something like that. I don't remember, and because um, I only watched the first couple of episodes, and uh, he was trying to figure out how to turn her on, and he's like looking around for a button, and then has that like, is it between her legs moment? Like <laughs> I was just like, no, no, <laughs> I can't do this. This is too ridiculous. <laughs> um, but it's got that's just an example. Um, it's got you know Cowboy Bebop. It's got. Um, a bunch of others. I don't know if it has Outlaw Star. I was going to check. I don't know. Well, if but it, that, that is out on um, coming out on uh, Comcast right now too, though, uh, because on uh, actually on TV because it's on Adult Swim again. So yeah, yeah, it, it, they did bring it back to Adult Swim, which I always love when they have the commercials for it. One of the things that always brought me um, back to Adult or not Adult Swim, but um, Toonami stuff was uh, there's this there's this really good just commercial but i didn't even know it was like a it's like a commercial it's entertaining it's not just okay i know this is a commercial i can tune out type of thing um and it had a lot of outlaw star inspired stuff in there so that was always that was always fun so what i'm saying is long story short check out vrv it's a 30-day free trial uh you know i'm i'm obviously not getting paid anything to say this so just check it out if it's something that's interests you their whole their whole shtick is you know, bringing together stuff that uh, gamers and geeks and stuff are going to like. So, so basically, it's if you're listening to this, it's probably your paradise right there. As far as uh, so much stuff, visual entertainment. It's um, so, so it's V R V as in yeah, it's yeah just like, the letters. Yeah, it's like you know, uh, Victor Roger Victor. It's V R V. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
So ch- check it out. It it is so far. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Just even just browsing around, like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like stuff. So um, yeah, check it out. Uh, moving on, we do another show just came out. Um, the new Seth MacFarlane venture, which is the Orville, which is like a I'm not going to say a parody, more like an homage to Star Trek. Um and kind of more like Star Trek: The Next Generation, I feel. With yeah, the, the, with the uniforms. Costume. Yeah, I was gonna say the uniforms alone kind of just look like that. Yeah, and then the bridge. If you ever see the bridge, it looks very similar. Um, one being that the captain's chair isn't like you know by itself. Um, it kind of looks like a, a living room set instead of the the one that you see in the original series, where the captain's chair like stands alone it's all metal and shit like that and i'm like that thing never looks comfortable and then you get these nice sweet rec- like recliners and the next generation is like damn that's an upgrade <laughs> like a lot of time you see jean-luc picard just sitting with like a cup of tea like yep <laughs> i'm the captain uh so basically this show is um seth mcfarland's character uh how it starts off is his wife um is ends up cheating on him like at the very beginning of this show and he's just like ah nope i don't want to talk about it i'm out then he goes to space and he just no he's he's already in this you know uh federation or whatever the heck they call themselves and uh a year later (laughs) from that event he uh he's had like just a spiral downward he was one of the best people they thought he was going to have a command and be one of the youngest um people who have a a starship uh, you know be a captain and all this other junk but he just spiraled downward after lose, like divorcing and all that stuff so he started drinking and so he had, like eight citations of drinking or being drunk on the job like shit like that so um, it, it sounds like almost like star trek but if like real life happened it's yeah there's like there's like some real some reality to it um there's a lot of there's a lot of Seth MacFarlane humor. So there's a there's a moment where he's talking to the Admiral and he's like, you might have had one of these mints and he pops it in his mouth and he's like, those are marbles. And he spits it right back into the, the bowl um, <laughs> type of thing. And, yeah, and they just continue with their conversation like nothing happened. Um, uh, there's also a really... F- so the first episode is, is very much... Could be pulled from the next generation. It's just that, like, ludicrous. <laughs> it seems like one of those crazy episodes. So... They get told, so he gets a command, obviously. He becomes a captain, and they go out on a mission to just resupply this science station. Like, that's all they're going to do. Nothing grand. Just go out and do. give them supplies, come back. When he gets there, the guy's like, hey, um, I lied to you because I didn't want to send out a request for help because I didn't want to alert our enemies. And he's just like, okay, I guess I'll come down and talk to you about it because he doesn't want to talk it over comms. Meanwhile, the whole time, this is on the video chat, the whole time his the guy's dog is in the background licking his balls. <laughs> and it's just, it's it's crazy. But then they kind of beat the joke into the ground because then the two helmsmen are s- sitting there um, as the scene's about to end. And uh, the guy's like, they don't look up and look at each other. He's like, do you see that dog? And he's like, that's the first thing I saw. <laughs> You know, <laughs> type of thing. So it's definitely some some Seth MacFarlane humor. Um, but they get down to the planet and uh, they they go through all of these different things. They're like, oh, I can definitely see why they call this the scientist playground because there's like all these different departments and shit like that. Uh, but then they get to um, what what they were talking about, which is they they show this weird 
conal beam type thing from the the top of this like crazy machine that goes down to a very small point something you see it looks like a like a ray gun you know <laughs> and um and and he's like oh, we'll show you we'll, we'll we'll show you what we're talking about and they put a banana on the thing and they press the button and then the banana goes away <laughs> <laughs> and, and Seth MacFarlane's character's like Oh, is that it? So we're we're safe from bananas now. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> type of thing. <laughs> and they have, it was back and forth. Um, I forgot to mention. So his ex-wife is the only available first officer, like the only single, the only one that's available to oh, be part of his crew. command oh, for his oh, for cool. his crew. So she's there. So he's she goes with him to this planet thing. So they have a lot of different back and forth moments. Um, and then, and they're like, no, it's a, it's a ray that, that can, you know, make the flow of time forward, go faster, uh, or slow it down, but it can't, it can't reverse it is the only thing it can't do. And they're like, oh, okay. You know, that's, that makes more sense. Um, and then shit pops off and the enemy ends up finding out about it. They show up, they try to take the thing. Um, the, they they are very much outclassed <laughs> as far as their ship goes because they have just this like mid range, um, exploratory vessel puddle jumper. Yeah, and <laughs> um, th- so there's a moment where Seth MacFarlane's character is trying to you know get the guy to keep on talking on the the whole video chat thing, and he's like, so let me let me ask you, you know, and he starts talking about his whole where he goes. No, I I have a you know, I'm sorry. I'm I'm a little bit out of it. Um, I don't know what device you're talking about. I just got out of a really bad marriage. You know, all this stuff. Meanwhile, the the first officer ex wife is right there, and she's like, "Seriously, you're gonna do this right now?" He's like, "No, I'm just trying to like prolong the time. I'm just trying to." She's like, "Oh, okay." And she's like, "Hey, you're a th- you're a, a third party." Um, <laughs> and she starts asking him questions about the whole thing, and it's pretty it's pretty good bit. Uh, and then. There's a callback to earlier, so they they do ship over the device, and there's a callback to earlier of the the seed. Uh, they they show like, hey, if you have these seeds, you can turn, you can you know move forward the flow of time, and you can get it to be a redwood. You know, can have hundred years go in a blink of an eye, and so they put one of those seeds on the thing. The guy turns it on, and then a redwood ends up in his fucking ship and it destroys it. So, uh, and then there was the moment where, <laughs> where he gives the uh, Seth MacFarlane gives the, the, I don't know what his fucking name is. Seth MacFarlane's, um, character gives the sequence to turn on the machine and he's like, happy Arbor Day. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, uh, one guy's like, what's Arbor Day? And he's like, you know, it's where you have to go and plant the trees and they like, explain the joke. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, I mean, I feel like you could have said anything, anything would have been a little bit better. I don't know what Arbor Day is. That's. That's weird. It's a really old holiday, uh, and then his ex-wife chimes in, and and he's like, "Well, what would you say?" And she's like, "I don't know. I would have been like, you got wood.'" And he's like, "Ah, shit. That is better." <laughs> <laughs> like whole bit. So it's not so much a comedy. It has comedic bits in it. There's there's some people who say they wish there was more jokes, but I feel like a lot of the jokes are references to. Star say, Trek. If you want more jokes, go watch Freaking Family Guy. Like, uh, yeah, which is just constant jokes. Which is yeah, it's Seth MacFarlane. Just you know, you can see which ones are his and which ones are the writers. I feel like yeah, especially from like this show where it, he's like the main character. He's also like a co like 
producer or something, isn't he? Yeah. Well, there was there was a few years ago, um, right before two years before the uh, uh, death of Brian episode, he had mentioned that he's kind of done with Family Guy, uh, and so like there was this whole thing of like him killing off Brian is like him killing himself off in the well yeah because that was his favorite voice well that's his, that is his voice yeah you know um so and it's so much like himself you know uh and but he had mentioned someone asked well what did you, would you want to do if you weren't doing family guy and he had mentioned i would like to reboot uh, or bring back a star trek the next generation type show and now he's doing that so like four or five years later he's like yeah well it's not like he doesn't have the freaking money for it i mean he's yeah uh, he's been in so much stuff lately it's it's insane and apparently he had been in a couple episodes of enterprise so i can't say i'm surprised about that i mean but you know until recently he wasn't really recognizable yeah i would say his voice was definitely recognizable but himself until recently i would agree with that yeah because he's he's always been like around but I mean, it's uh, a lot like like Mark Hamill. Like he's in stuff, but you know, Mark Hamill is a kind of a voice for a long time. Yeah, yeah. he was he was just a voice, which sometimes you didn't even recognize that it was his voice because um, he's that good. He's yeah, because he's a professional. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'd I'd give it a shot if you're if you're looking for something Star Trekky that's not Star Trek the ne- or Star Trek Discovery that's coming out that you can only watch on the weird TBS or whatever app um which i i won't do uh i'll do vrv because it's a bunch of things all at once but i won't do just these i'm not doing piecemeal i'm not gonna be suckered into spending like 200 dollars a month on all these different streaming sites um yeah i mean I, I do feel like that's where it's going like a lot of people are trying to get their exclusive content like and get the money for it instead of just because a lot of times it's very mobile now where everybody has their mobile devices or they're out yeah. and about and they're watching their stuff um or they just don't have tv but i I really do think vrv has it on the freaking button if you're gonna do that you might as well offer a little bit of extra content because you want to you want to keep them around for your exclusive stuff but when that exclusive stuff ends they're gonna just stop paying you i just feel like if anybody leashes onto the vrv thing like say the the people who are doing star trek discovery and then they partner with other networks that are doing the same thing then it's basically just tv on your computer right is what it's going to end up happening It's going to be the cable shit on your computer and i'm just like that's the whole reason we started getting netflix in the first place was so we could cut the cord from cable uh it's just i feel like it's gonna go in cycles and at some point well, i mean a... honestly netflix was way ahead of its time oh yeah, yeah. like because well, the now they moved I've... over to streaming it was just like what is this <laughs> right i mean that's pretty much what killed most of the video stores and and then hulu when hulu came out yeah i know crap i was like one of the beta testers for hulu yeah You're like I hey dude i remember hey, hey hulu You're like what's hulu i don't know it's this thing it's cool but it doesn't before have... there was a turb of binging i binge watched sliders <laughs> and uh our our computer was in the uh or, or one of the one of the computers my computer your computer i don't remember I... one of the computers was in the the kitchen yeah and i was watching sliders in the kitchen like all night i watched it all night and then all of a sudden the 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 you know the sun's coming up and birds are tweeting and i'm looking over like what the fuck just happened <laughs> <laughs> what year is it um so it it definitely the the netflix and then hulu who, who got right on board soon after like they they did an amazing job 
it just sucks Hulu went the way it did where yeah they added started adding a lot longer commercials and because it was like a six second advertisement at the beginning of an episode yeah and i think yeah and then later it was like a, a couple little, yeah a couple of them that were like 10 15 seconds and now it's and then it was like the whole watch this two and a half minute um commercial and now don't have any commercials and now it's like watch a minute commercial every five minutes yeah unless you pay for their premium their most premium thing which is like 17.99 or some shit like that 14.99 and then you have no commercials and it's just like Fuck. Or just watch Netflix and <laughs> or don't have just any not. commercials. Yeah, or like, or I'll just not pay you anymore, Hulu. Thanks. Um, because there's nothing on Hulu that I have to watch that I can't watch otherwhere, other places. Um, on that moment of Netflix, uh, BoJack Horseman just came out with its next season. I don't know when that happened. Um, it could have been a little while ago, but I just noticed it, so I'm letting you guys know it's back <laughs> and it's uh, it's as funny and sad all at the same time as it has been in the past <laughs> uh, i will say that's one fallback to netflix is i don't really see a whole lot of advertising for them unless you're on netflix which kind of makes sense because why are they going to pay money to advertise on a random place where everybody knows about netflix there's even a term like netflix and chill like coined yeah i, so. I think there are some places that they'll be like you know defenders and like, they're big, big title things that are coming out. Um, but, yeah, I don't see the little stuff. I don't see, like, BoJack Horseman or other things being advertised on other sites or anything like that. Um, I do know you can set up notifications, and sometimes I don't even pay attention to those because there's always just so much stuff on there anyway. Um, and the stuff that I'm really looking forward to, I know the date it comes out. Like, I know when it's going to come out on there. Um, the only real advertisement you get is like Netflix going, Hey, this is something that we just put out. You should probably take a look at it. I mean, that's what happened with me and glow. So, uh, that, that's the only way that I see those type of things, which, Um, yeah, which is, is just clever, I think. So, um, I'm excited for more streaming services to kind of do the same thing. Or if Netflix can just, you know, monopolize more of it. Because yeah. if Netflix gets more and more content, I'd be willing to pay more money for Netflix, essentially. So, Well, I mean, they are, unfortunately, with people wanting to do their own Netflix-like streaming service, um, like Disney is p- fully pulling all of their shit right. from Netflix to do their own thing. So that's that's unfortunate, because there, there was some shows on there that were Disney-related that I'd like to watch every so often. Well, know? yeah, and then they have, like, the actual, like, movies on there, like Hercules yeah. and, like, Emperor's I mean, that's New Groove. That's what Groove. I'm talking about, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, like, th- those shows that I'm, like, that, you know, every once in a while you just want on the background music, because they're really catchy tunes, they bring you back to your childhood, and it's just, you know, good a good fun. time. Yeah, it's just <laughs> a good time, like, oh, uh, now I'm in a great mood. I don't feel like the world is coming to an end, because the world is coming to an end. <laughs> what? Um. So yeah, uh, you know, check that out if you're into Bo- Village of Horsemen. If not, I mean, whatever. <laughs> um, not a lot. Not a lot of people are. I feel like I feel like there's a weird fan base for for BoJack, but yeah, it's it's one of those weird cartoon shows that yeah, it's it's not as bad as some of the stuff that you find on Adult Swim, but it's close. It's well, it's just it's a downer. There's yeah. there's never really a like anything good <laughs> um that happens in that show. Uh there's like funny situations because you can relate to some of this stuff, but it is literally about a guy who is terrible, who has a lot of like mental health problems 
and other characters who have equally amount of mental health problems <laughs> um and they're trying to deal with that it's it's really very much it's a show that has animal like people with a lot of human situations which i mean if you really thought about it the human por- or the animal portion of him portrays a certain personality trait um of that character Sometimes, yeah. some, sometimes it can be that way. Sometimes it has nothing to do with it. Sometimes they do just like, um, they throw it in there and it's just kind of, it's funny because there's a moment, there's a moment recently in one of the episodes where, um, this one character is like, sometimes I feel like I just, I just repeat back what other people are saying and like, it's my own actual thought and it's coming from a parrot. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> ah, I see what you did there. <laughs> so... I, I appreciate the show. I really do like it. Um, so, I uh, yeah, and then just spe- on the cartoon subject, um, uh, Xfinity has a thing called Anime Network, which a lot of it is Japanese um, subtitled. And, I don't know, it's just kind of annoying the fact that they have a whole anime network, um, since we're kind of on this cartoon kick, um, that most of it, like, I would say 90% of it is all Japanese. Um and it's nice to have a little bit more English dubbed stuff, but it's just one of those things I wish it would, you know, catch on to the mainstream and get some more obscure animes that for voice actors and that kind of stuff. I I would agree. I would say it's kind of difficult to get something dubbed that's just came out. Right. Um, so I've never, I haven't seen the Xfinity Anime Network one yet. But that, I mean, that's the whole thing with, with Crunchyroll. It's the reason everything on right. there is subtitles, because it's, it's coming out as you're watching it. Right. So. I, I just wish, you know, the United States would pick up on the fact that I guarantee there are hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people that watch anime, like from kids to people of our generation. Um, because I, I do know it's a bit of an undertaking, though, because not only do you have to translate it, which is pretty easy now, but... Um, a lot easier than it was before. Yeah. But you also have to match up what's happening, but also match up how it's being said, but then put it into English. So then the words look like they somewhat match the voices. That That's true. Um, and, and I know there's a whole process to it. It's just rather frustrating sometimes because some of those, some of the subtitles, they go by really fast because there's a lot happening and the Japanese yeah. talk really quickly sometimes, especially when things get frantic. Like it, well, like anybody just, does, really. Yeah. But um, I, I would agree. There are times where I just can't. Like, I would love to sit down um, and watch some of these, these shows that I've watched before or watch new ones, but I just don't have the patience for subtitles at that moment. Like, I would love to watch the concept of the show and the show is enjoyable. I want to watch it. But I don't want to read subtitles at the moment. So I will choose a different show that is in English. <laughs> yeah, that you probably didn't want to watch as badly, but you don't have to freaking be staring at the screen because a lot of times you have to read it and then you miss what's going on up top and you're like, I don't know what, what I need to be paying attention to. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would agree. I would say that they would, I would like to see more stuff get dubbed. Um, yeah, especially with the Toonami and stuff coming back because, I mean, there's some stuff on there that is english dubbed but it hasn't translated anywhere else because i'm sure that tsunami or adult swim or whatever actually paid to have that done yeah yeah so um and, I've, and of course they are doing 
that wasn't on anything on my list for today, but uh, they are doing that Fooly Cooly season two and three. Right, so, which is crazy because I never ever would have thought I would have seen anything else from there. I just love that art style for yeah. one. So just giving me more of that would be great. Um, so yeah, uh, good job, Toonami. <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, uh, as we're coming up on the fall season, the fall shows are coming out. So be prepared for us to start talking about those again. Um, I am going to try and binge last season of Arrow to just get caught up on it because I watched all the other ones. I watched all. I watched Supergirl, Flash, obviously, and then uh, Legends of Tomorrow because all of them became interesting again, or they were continually to be interesting. Arrow, I just completely fell off the map for, but I heard had an insane ending where, like, something blew up and everybody died. And I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> so you have to watch just, like, two or three episodes back and then just watch the ending. i probably watch all of it. Just uh, because probably, that's who I but it's just one of those, like, I'll probably end up doing it at some point, and it'll probably just be end up banging background, because there's just so much back and forth, um, and I don't there's feel like there's talking. there's not a whole lot of direction that show takes that you know makes me want to keep watching it yeah i i definitely i mean i definitely lost interest in no hook for me the ollie felicity weird shenanigans i you know what i really miss is having arsenal and speedy that's what really sidekicks when we got those sidekicks i was really excited about the show um because those are his sidekicks those are his sidekicks these other ones that we have, um, Spartan and, you know, Mad Dog and the weird rag guy, like all these different characters that showed up, I don't give a shit about. Or make his show the random um, bringing in other people. Like when they had Constantine come in. Yeah, the random that was team cool. up. Yeah, make his the random team up, team up with like weird characters. Have Dr. Fate show up at some point. Fucking, you know, bring swamp thing into it i don't give a shit but fucking do something and i know you can do sweet cgi characters because i've seen uh shark king and fucking um gorilla grod so well yeah and then there was the freaking whole um thing with um oh man why can't i think of the flash baddie um the big blue guy uh on flash um was the main uh, oh, of the last one, you mean yeah, Barry? Yeah, Evil Barry. Yeah, um, yeah, because I mean, his whole thing of armor was CG. So, yeah, I mean, they did bring in a, and he an was, actual rubber suit at one point um, for some of it. But yeah, the but yeah, they could do stuff like that. I mean, because he was a main character, so he showed up all the time like that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's possible they can get a little crazy with it, um, and I think that would revitalize either that series. But I don't know who's really. I'm sure there's people that love the show as it is, but I just doesn't have a hook for me. It needs a shot of adrenaline for yeah. me. It needs something to wake it the fuck up Ex- because I'm just like I am bored with. Especially you. <laughs> with the other three that we have, like yeah. it's just a normal human doing normal human things that has a bow. And I'm like, but we have the Flash that you know does Flash stuff. The Defenders that have a bunch of different powers and just, you know, randomly switch out and do crazy yeah. space and time adventures. And then Supergirl, which is basically Superman mm-hmm. in a female's body. Oh, you mean the legends? Yeah. 
What did I say? Is it Defenders? Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I mean, same thing, different powers and shit. Yes. But I was I was with you until you were like, time stuff. And I'm like, wait, no, that's not right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so they have all, well, I mean, even with Defenders and like, you know, all yeah, those independent all, shows, they all have like a certain thing and it sticks by it. Yeah. And I would say that they've tried to stick with the Arrow thing, but it doesn't work anymore as a Oliver Queen comes back to Star City or Starling City when he came, when he first showed up. And you know be but be this dark vigilante it doesn't make sense anymore they need to get away from his brooding bullshit i've been saying this for like two three years now every time we talk about get Arrow. away from his brooding batman bullshit and get him into the ollie thing every time you see ollie if you if you recently played the injustice 2 game you'll know exactly what i'm talking about ollie shows up you know and he he has his moments where he talks to other characters before they fight um, one of my favorite bits, though, is uh, if you fight Ollie against Ollie and you do one of those smash things where they run into each other and then you have to do like the button sequence or whatever. I don't know how that game plays. I haven't played it myself, but I've seen the cutscene stuff. Um, and he's just like the, he's looking at another version of himself, another Ollie. And he's like, man, I don't know which one of us is the evil one. I know we both have beards. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, that's the Ollie I want. I want the one that makes the jokes and the, the quips and things. And he's the anti-Batman, because that's who he is. He is the billionaire vigilante with gadgets that uses a bow and arrow. Well, yeah, I mean... And that is fun. (laughs) Yeah, in the Justice League, that's, like, their whole dynamic is, like, hey, Batman, stop being so dark. You're depressing me. (laughs) That's basically, like, his whole thing. Yeah. I mean, he's got his own things. He lost his parents. He's got all that shit. But he's, he's found a way to overcome that with helping people and bring some humor to things and bring some lightheartedness to it bring me back that because if you can bring me that then having him and the flash team up it's less of superman and batman team up which is kind of how you i feel now and more of what it is which is you know like a buddy cop thing you know one person might be a little bit more serious than the other but they both have jokes and that's when they play off of each other. And that's really fun. <laughs> right. And yeah, that's because they're going to do more crossover stuff. That's kind of that's half of the thing. Yeah. with Having all these shows. So I really hope it gets to the point where I'm like, oh, yeah, arrows back out. And I really want to watch it. Yeah, because it would be nice. I know it's the CW. I know they have to do their teen drama shit. I understand that there's always going to be a relationship thing. But, but they do that well on the yeah, other shows. Yeah, agreed. I, and I know that's always going to be there, balance. but I just <laughs> want some like happiness coming from the Arrow version of it. it stop making it dark and broody, and just yeah. just come out with a Batman show already. Like that's that's what you want to do. Stop pussyfooting around. And yeah, get I was going to say out. just leave Gotham alone. Make sure that never existed, and then just do either a Batman or like a Batgirl or something in that realm. Just like you did, super. Woman. They could, they could super do, girl. they could do a second Batman show that's just Batman, and no one would get mad. None of the Gotham fans. I'm sure there'd be some people who would bitch about it, but I'm, I'm saying the bulk of the people would be like, I get to watch Gotham, then I get to watch Batman. Like no one's gonna be bitching about more. <laughs> yeah, the bulk of the people are gonna be like, this is awesome. We live in a golden age. <laughs> I'm like, we're so close to having like every superhero on TV, on movies, in video games. Yeah, like they are literally everywhere. They're coming out with new comic books like all the time. Literally, they just need to get on the bandwagon and just 
start producing it because it's going to be watched. Speaking of comics, little tangent. I don't really keep up with comics as much as I used to, um, which is sad. But they're doing Marvel's doing another event. So they just got done with the um, weird Hail Hydra uh, Captain America bullshit. And I don't know if you heard about that at all, but, you know, they they had some like a universe changing bullshit happen and it made Captain America all be secretly a Hydra agent all of his life. So there's there's a moment where he's like, hail Hydra. And it was like it was an Internet meme for a very long time because it was it was Steve Rogers saying hail Hydra and not being joking about it. (laughs) So um, they just they just concluded all of that, I guess. And. Their next thing is going to be Marvel Legacy, is what this one's going to be called. And for a long time, people were like, I don't know what it is going to be about. I don't know what it is. My speculation, and I was wrong, was going to be fan- they were going to finally bring back the Fantastic Four. Because nothing says Legacy like one of the big powerhouses that brought the Marvel Universe into existence. Like the OG team up. Yeah. Um, because they- what they've done recently is, um, particularly with the failure of that fan, fan four stick... Um, uh, <laughs> uh, movie, um, that that abomination uh, of of a movie. They, oh, Fox. they uh, yeah, <laughs> they they stopped making Fantastic Four comics, so then they wouldn't have anything of their own material to pull from. Um, so they split up the Fantastic Four, and I think they killed off Johnny Storm or something like what, that. What he was like my favorite character, like as a kid, like growing up, like he yeah, he was like God. so cool. And then I saw the movies, and I'm like. He's kind of a just a womanizer asshole, but that's well, cool. I mean, those weren't very good movies either, but they were better than Fan Four Stick. Um, yeah, <laughs> we'll say that immediately. Uh, Rise of the Silver Surfer wasn't bad. I would say that one was pretty good. Well, yeah, <laughs> um, but so I was thinking, Fantastic Four. It's got to be Fantastic Four because they're still doing Amazing Spider-Man. So what says Legacy like Fantastic Four? No, I was way wrong. They're bringing back Jean Grey. <laughs> Jean Grey has been dead for the original Jean Grey has been dead. They had a, Shit. they had a a multiverse type thing where a younger Jean Grey showed up, but she's not the original Jean Grey. Um, so they brought they're bringing her back, and with that, I guarantee they're bringing back the Dark Phoenix bullshit, and they're gonna kill her again. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm down with this. Give the Phoenix down to somebody this. else. Just well, they Jean- have. They've given the Phoenix to a bunch of different people at some point. Um, in fact, I think right now Thanos's son has the Phoenix Force uh, at the moment, for the current moment. Um, but who knows? I mean, they're bringing back the original Jean Grey. She's apparently coming back somehow. I don't know. Yeah, I never understood how the Phoenix Force transfers to other people because, like, well, it's, it's a cosmic entity. It's on, you know, yeah, um, it just burns them up and they just, just flies away. Well, it's it's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, it depends on the person i, th- okay. I think part of it and then um gene gray just couldn't handle it for the most part i mean i'm sure someone will would correct me on this um since i'm not too much in the marvel lore but and that's her thing so she would get the the phoenix force she'd be okay for a while then she'd be evil and then uh she'd die and then she'd come back because she's phoenix <laughs> like that's her thing <laughs> Um, so, but it's like a cosmic entity. So at one point, like five people had the Phoenix Force at spread the amongst time? them. Yeah. Uh, like Cyclops had it and, oh. and, um, 
four other members of the X-Men had it. Uh, and then, Wolverine with the Phoenix Force, Flame Claws. I don't think so. I don't think it was him. I, I think it was like Cyclops Storm. I know, but that would be like the worst one to give it to. Like, I still like that 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 weird show that had the X Men, like E X Men, and it was Xavier firing the X Men, and he was firing Wolverine. Oh, yeah, the internet, whatever. <laughs> yeah, just like I just don't understand. You're you're the worst member of the team. You are you have a metal skeleton at our main enemy that we fight can manipulate metal with his mind. You're useless. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, but I'm a really important member of the team. I, I mean, I have what makes more sense. Let's say, you know, Magneto is on one side of the, the, the a bridge and you need to go fight him. Am I going to send you, or I'm going to send Storm, who can suck his ass up into a hurricane? An actual hurricane. <laughs> like, it's so good. Um, I recommend go watch it. But, uh, yeah, so they definitely do make fun of Wolverine, uh, despite him being the most pop, one of the most popular characters in the Marvel Universe. But, yeah, like, strategically, it doesn't make sense, because you're, yeah. Exactly. I mean, except for the fact that he just won't stop. I mean, he's like the Terminator of the X Men um, thing. Sure, the Terminator is slow and bulky and made of metal, um, but he never stops. <laughs> so, like, that's basically Wolverine. He's right. got to go do something. He's the he's the best at what he does, and what he does is very nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but moving forward, we have some game news ish kind of. Neither of us have played Destiny two. But yeah. we're hearing nothing but good things of Destiny 2, but at the same time, that's what we heard before. Yeah, that's what we heard about Destiny 1, and Destiny 1 was fun for the initial bit, but and then it got to the extra game content where you did raids and all this other kind of stuff. Or just the very end of the storyline, you're like, wait, it's done? <laughs> yeah, so I don't really know what to expect from Destiny 2 as far as it's not going to be any different. I guarantee it's going to be the same run and gun shooting, use sniper rifles, pistols, or whatever. Well, I've heard they added a lot more storyline to it. Um, but, so they, they dealt with those issues. They dealt with some of the um, drop issues and uh, other things like that. Which, I mean, one of the drop the drop rates were part of the issue. is just like when Diablo 3 first came out. Like, yeah. you couldn't get a freaking drop to save your life. And the for your character, at least. <laughs> yeah. For the legendary stuff, like, you would literally get an entire set for another character that you've never played in this game. Yeah. Um, just like with Destiny. I don't know why developers decide that, like, hey, you know what? We'll give you gear for shit that you're not using. The, well, I mean, they, they make all it the so time. it's completely random. And then just by luck of the draw, you end up with all this shit that you don't need. Um, right. And the, unless you play all the different characters, which to get to the point where you're actually using that stuff takes a while. Because I remember on Destiny, you you and I went like and cycled out characters and like, hey, now I need to use this stuff. Now I need to use that stuff. But you never actually just played. You were yeah. like, I got to level up my other stuff so I can use it. And we couldn't. We could, And our biggest problem was, and I or maybe they changed it, but we couldn't trade. So like, oh, yeah. I would get Warlock stuff. Oh and you would get Titan stuff, and we're like, "Why can't I just give this to you?" I'm not going to use it. <laughs> I was so mad. Um, well, like I understand certain things are soulbound, but random loot drops. Come on, why could before you just... I even use it? Let me just hand this over because I'm not going to be able to use it. Right, like just like any other MMO ever. There are certain things you can give away. There's certain things you can't give away. Yeah, 
I was well, I was really irritated with that game. Um, for I mean, we've we've talked about our problems with Destiny for many a times whenever it gets brought up. So being burnt on that game, and then I even tried to play the 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 Fallen King expansion. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, it, it hasn't changed. It's not. There's nothing pulling me into it. There were some things like certain raids that were pretty fun to go and do. But after a while, I got tired of doing them, and it wasn't. It's which is really weird because I would play the same fight, literally on farm on Final Fantasy fourteen. But it's because I know I'm gonna get what I want by doing it. You know, if I play um, Susano Extreme as an example from one of the new ones, if I play that one enough times, regardless of me ever getting the drop, I'm gonna be able to eventually turn in my totems and get the the mount you know or i'm going to be playing it enough times that i'm using the totems to get the weapons that i need you know they didn't have anything like that in destiny so it was just luck of the draw if i got anything good and sometimes i would finish it be the number one person in that raid and get fuck all for doing it i'm like well then what's the point the guy who literally stood there and died got all the good shit and i fucking did all the work fuck this guy it yeah. made me mad. So I don't know. I I'm I'm kind of leaning towards probably I'm probably gonna get it just because I'm I am looking for kind of like a shooter esque game yeah. that I want to play. And I, I haven't I am played getting a, that itchy trigger figure. Yeah, I'm like know. I haven't played a, a shooter in a while, and just kind of that you know spamming and just you know running around and adventuring and shooting things is kind of one of those things because I've been playing a little bit of Skyrim. I've been playing a little bit of Far Cry Primal, which gives you the bow and arrow feeling to it. Yeah. But, I mean, the double jumps and all that kind of stuff and kind of a little bit of acrobatics, um, that one, that is the part that I really did enjoy of the game. Like, just the feel of the controls were very smooth. Yeah. And so that is one of those things. And I'm not really playing Call of Duty anymore. I'm not playing any of those games. Um, there was another one that was, I think, uh, another Tom Clancy one, um, which is basically like Ghost team. Recon. Yeah, Ghost Recon. Um, I played that one a lot because I really like the team atmosphere. So this is kind of like a combining yeah. of the two with like Halo aspects with aliens and stuff. So I think I'm 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 probably going to end up grabbing it um, just because. Like you're saying, that itchy trigger, trigger finger. There's sometimes but, I just got to play a shooter. I got to play a mindless shooting game with hordes of enemies or where I can just annihilate another team. There are times where I'm like, maybe I'll get Call of Duty. And then I remember, I don't fucking want to play Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, no, I had I had um, Black Ops 3 and I played it every once in a while and two or three matches and I'm like, yeah, that was not fun. And then I never, I never been a big fan of the stories on those games. Yeah, I've never played it for the stories. Um, it really Call of Duty for me is the only way that I could go back to playing it is if I had a squad, a, a squad again, because that's the most fun you have is doing like trick shots and like all sorts of different things, uh, just fucking around, having a good time, fucking with the other team while playing the game. Yeah, I mean, like trying to Joking win, around. but also you know enjoying doing it, doing I agree. different stuff. Yeah. Um, so I, I might, I'm very much inclined to getting Destiny 2 simply because I have a bunch of people playing it. The The people that I would play Overwatch are, that are used to play Overwatch with are playing Destiny 2. But here's my thing is we're coming up on October oh, Halloween and event. Halloween event is coming up. So 
I might. My problem is if I get this game and then I realize, fuck, I want to go play Overwatch. I'm going to choose Overwatch over Destiny 2 every time. And then on top of that, there is um, uh, Battlefront 2 coming out. The Star Wars game, Battlefront 2, that I might want to end up getting because the story is so compelling to me. Being a uh, a stormtrooper, elite stormtrooper unit from you know basically the Death Guard type people, the Death Squad, Death Troopers, whatever. You uh, call essentially, them. the Marines. The I mean, they're I would say they're better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, I but, mean, essentially, uh, no. the Marines of the Empire or whatever. But, yeah, you know, um, your elite units, SEAL team, whatever. and then yeah, SEAL Team Six. That, that's that's not even Marines. Um, I know. <laughs> anyway. Well, technically, well, never mind. Anyway, let's let's get out of that. But um, <laughs> but you know, being from someone who's from a planet on the utopian empire planet, like the best empire planet in what it what you would the empire says their planets are going to be like. That's what that person's from, and they're very much anti rebel because of it. Because everything's good in their life, and then everything's taken away from them. Yeah, and they don't know the whole story. Well, they don't know about all the the actual betrayal and all this kind of stuff. They just grew up in that lifestyle. Yeah. And so everything was exactly as they said it was. It's peaceful. They don't have to really worry about war except for the rebels, where they're just trying to, you know, live in peace. Yeah, they're trying so, to stop the rebels so then they can live they can go back to their world and do their things you know um and work for the empire under normal security reasons or whatever yeah peaceful times but yeah so i that is compelling to me um and it's also supposed to be a strong female lead character which i think will be very interesting i like that the the new direction with lucas arts in general um is i mean i mean i know lucas arts isn't really around anymore but just star wars in general is being a lot more inclusive mm-hmm. um i i've always said though the one thing that i like one step further which is more into the realm of the fantasy in the science fiction <laughs> um which is give me more aliens yeah agreed give me more aliens because the only real aliens that we see are like passing by or not a main story character or chewbacca yeah and chewbacca is literally a guy in a fursuit i mean he's, well, he was I mean, great Wookies are awesome. Wookies I are great. Totally get that, but let's, don't let's, you start knocking Wookies. <laughs> but give me something else, because I mean, you go into the cantina on freaking episode four, and there's aliens everywhere, and I don't know anything about like any of those ones. Like I don't know where they're from. The I don't know only who they way are. You get that is by going into like expanded universe stuff and finding that information in books and online and right, which you have to go like stuff. literally delve into the world but me growing up it was all the cinematic universe yeah and that's that's what, that's what i learned give me I, so what i've been looking for especially after oh the, and, and then the gungan fiasco but i mean gungans on by themselves are fine we're just talking about jar jars and terrible which form. still should be a freaking a sith lord you should he should have been the yoda of the dark sith yoda of of the prequels we've talked about this many times but the gungans themselves aren't that bad like they're pretty cool as a as a species like if you think about it in the grand scheme of star wars things yeah they're a little bit more on the comedy side but if you take jar jar out of it 
They're not so much. They're pretty good military. They have very advanced technology with, um, yeah, they use some archaic means like catapults and things, but that what those weapons are fucking powerful. Well, yeah, and then I really like the whole reference to the kind of like Atlantis thing. Yeah. Like, that that was a cool tie-in from, like, a somewhat mythology standpoint. Like, hey, this is actually what these people would have looked like living under the water. Kind of thing, yeah. yeah. I mean... This is their take on an Atlantis-like civilization, and and I really did like that. Um, I I thought that their the weird like blue technology they had, which was very water esque, yeah, was really cool. Yeah, and it made sense that it affected the machines the way it did, um, and all that kind of stuff, and kind of had some electricity and water to it. So they did a really good job with that. I just wish, it, like you were saying, they would incorporate more of that kind of stuff and like yeah. you know fighting alongside of an alien species or fighting an alien species well, that I'll... happens well and then they have the bug creature things in like episode two three oh yeah, yeah. i mean and they definitely take a put a, a bigger thing into um uh the the clone wars and, and rebels and stuff rebels is crazy because you go you get to go back to um genosis and see um genosis i don't think that's right i think genosis is the water planet isn't it uh, Naboo, no no genosis is the full-on i think it's the isn't it the bug one i think it's the bug, bug one what's yeah. the what's the one where you get the clones from the just the straight up water planet uh crap i know we always have these weird complicated questions early in the morning for us um well it's such a huge world i can't remember Anyway, it doesn't matter. I think Geno- I think Genosis is the one with the with the um with the bugs though. Yeah. But in Rebels, you get to see um they go back to that planet because there's apparently a queen left. And there's also some powerful weapons there um left over. But what had happened was is once the Empire showed up, the Empire takes over, they actually went and exterminated all those bugs. That entire race of people. Jesus. They they just laid waste to that fucker <laughs> um, to the point that there is only like a queen left, uh, a queen egg left or something like that. And one worker guy um, left in that entire fucking thing like that's that to me, that's insane. Um, and then they had just their remaining droids and stuff. And that's the reason the same thing that the droids aren't um, part of the, the original trilogy stuff is because they had eliminated the race of people that make them <laughs> by the so, way it's camino camino that's it okay yeah so genosis is the bug planet camino is the other one um, i don't know why i i make can make the correlation they're between cam- bugs they're camino caminans like god damn okay it. yeah um, but geonosins and but yeah they, yeah they don't really go to geonosis very often it's like twice three times maybe yeah i mean they go to it quite often in Clone Wars, yeah, and then the, Rebels. Yeah. They, they bring it back. The to... animated, um, the animated stuff. They go a lot more into there. Um, like honestly, if you're into Star Wars and you haven't seen Clone Wars, you really need to. Or even Rebels. Um, yeah. Rebels starts off very childish. Like obviously, it's a cartoon for children. Um, but then it develops like Rebels did, or like uh, Clone Wars did. So. It starts off kind of kiddish and kid jokes and things, and then you kind of get into the other stuff. There is some still, obviously, this is a cartoon um, for Rebels, but there are some great moments. One of my favorite moments, hand down, I think I've said this before, is the Ahsoka moment. She comes back. Um, she's Agent Fulcrum, 
for the rebellion. Uh, she's not a Jedi. She's not a Sith. She's just a Force user. Her lightsabers are just white, uh, which is kind of cool. Um, but she has a moment where they're in a temple, and the main character for this thing goes off and does his thing. She's trapped in somewhere else, so she decides to meditate. And she has moments where she's talking to an Anakin-type person. It's not actual Anakin, um, obviously. <laughs> and and he's like, you know, you you left me, and... What happened to me is your fault because she thinks Anakin's dead. Everybody thinks Anakin's dead. Right. So, and then there's a moment where he's like, it's your fault of what happened to me. And then it it kind of pans around her. And when it pans back around where you can see Anakin standing behind her, he's now in Darth Vader's outfit. And and he says the same thing, like, it's your fault. But now in the Darth Vader voice. And she's like, ah, no, <laughs> like freaks out. And I'm like, oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. So. There's a lot of a lot of good things, and Rebels, since we're kind of on the subject, um, is only going to have that one more season. I know we mentioned it earlier. Yeah, that was a while ago, up, though. But it should it, be in the fall series. Uh, or fall, if, probably, maybe after winter or late spring. winter. Um, you know that that where yeah. a lot of places do the mid season. They might come back for that, so then it's a spring thing. Um, but yeah, I mean that's. <laughs> I don't know how we got on that tangent, but um, <laughs> but it, yeah, Battlefront Two is is what's going to be coming out, and I do like back onto the original one of the original points, which is I would like to see a team up of people like they did in Rogue One or they do for Star Wars or whatever, a group of people, but have a lot of them be or all of them be aliens, have like a Twi'lek and uh, a w- different type of Wookie, um, you know, bring in one of those. Darth Maul-like people, the Malik or whatever, like just all the different types of races, that'd be awesome. One of those um, Barris, like, uh, Barris people, the green people with like the weird, they're like orcish looking, but then they oh, have yeah. like the weird symmetrical, almost like gills or well, yeah. not gills, but they have like they have like weird drawings on themselves. Oh yeah, yeah, um, like Ahsoka's friend. Yeah, and then whatever Ahsoka was, because she's not a Twi'lek, she's a. Uh, um, I always fuck up the name, but I always want to say Tuchanka, and that's definitely not right. Tuchanka. That's <laughs> <laughs> not like Tuchankin, but it's really, that's not right at all. Yeah, but yeah, they're like in, of course, um, in the animated series, they have a whole thing about their planet, and most of them are like artists and all this kind of stuff, and she was just happened to be the one that was a force user and became yeah. a warrior. So they do have so much backstory and culture. I mean, they have so many books to pull from. They really just need to do the CG of it. Honestly, I do feel like there are days where we could make this podcast solely a Star Wars podcast because we have so much history with it. Like so many people do. It's just part of who we are and how we grew up. Well, literally, up. I think, yeah, the first one came out before we were born or like as we were like in the, the 80s. The third one came out, um, The Return of the Jedi came out the year that we were born like around that time frame so and star wars has always been a huge part of of my family my father had the that box set that came out for the yeah i think yeah i think my dad's also like purchased every box set the remastered one the remastered one with the extra content that Uh, was cg'd in like when they re-released the whole thing to uh where they were doing like every year they would re-release one of the episodes mm-hmm. um leading up to episode one yeah was the whole thing and uh, i remember going and seeing those uh you know with my dad and stuff so it's uh star wars is definitely like ingrained into our dna at that point um because we we grew up with the and we don't of it. can't go into space yet 
I'm not an astronaut. I'm sorry, guys, but I really want to get out there and just explore. What's, what's that thing that that came? I was like too too old to born too old to uh, be an explorer of the world and uh, too early to be an explorer of space, <laughs> right? Like honestly, I think that would be my calling is just going out and venturing and freaking mapping places and like discovering new stuff. Like I legitimately would be one of those people, uh, like. Not, I'm not saying I'd be like Cap. I'd be like Commander Shepard. I'm just saying going around planet to planet, probing it and looking at for minerals and shit. I'd be perfect for that because <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally about like, hey, there's a weird anomaly on this planet. Let's find out what it is. <laughs> yes, I, I, I can't. I can't tell you how many countless hours I spent gathering minerals in Mass Effect Two. Well, like any anything, it was like, oh, hey, you can go to this. Oh hey, we have to go get stuff for to make other stuff. I'm like, okay, let's go farming. Well, especially after that first playthrough, and I'm like, I didn't upgrade the plating on the, oh, Jesus. Uh, on the ship, and then uh, Tali died in the fucking um, the hangar, the hangar, and yeah. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I know. So just just that kind of stuff. I mean, we're like right in the middle of it, but we have all of our entertainment to keep us in the meantime. But <sighs> yeah, so I. I don't know. I mean, we I'm, could we could end up being one of the people who have nanobots and live and live live until we're like two hundred. <laughs> That'd be sick. That'd be weird. But I mean, here's my thing: is are you gonna be relatively the same looking as when you get the nanobots for a few years into that, and then you'll just slowly become an old man? Like, say, like the last fifty years of your life, you're slowly becoming well, an my, eighty year old. My, my <laughs> ass- yeah, my assumption would be. If you have nanobots that are continually keeping you alive, that are regenerating you, supposedly, because that's don't know the science behind it, but that would be my assumption. You would just basically look how you are when you got them, if not like to your prime, and then just one day the nanobots stop working and you just. Well, I mean, I think it's just <laughs> at some point there's only so much the nanobots can repair. That's the, true as well. Thinking behind that, but I mean, I can only assume that if you get to the point that that happens then at some point you're going to be able to upgrade that just like we always do. Or just like get more, like and, just basically replenish them. Before your life expectancy goes out, then they have the new upgrade out and you're like, you know, on the nanobot X. <laughs> and <laughs> and, uh, and you're living for a thousand years, you know, like, I don't know how that works necessarily. But, but you see, I, I could see that because ultimately like living forever is always like, oh, I just done everything and seen anything. But if we have nanobots and we can do space travel, I guarantee there will not be nearly as many problems because there's literally the entire universe to explore. I mean, are you kidding me? How could you get fucking bored on that? If if you had a Star Trek Enterprise, like Star Trek The Next Generation Enterprise ship that is a gigantic floating city, <laughs> um you wouldn't have you would have all the stuff on the ship to take care of i mean you'd have the the if you had a hollow deck you'd never have to worry about feeling like you're trapped on a ship and when you do come across something you're like fucking this is weird <laughs> right because i mean you're literally exploring new planets that have an entire different ecosystem and evolutionary chain oh. um so it would just be one of those things that if oh, you God. had to live forever and you wanted to live forever i think leaving the planet would be the best cuz once you ex- the planet because there's only so much space on one planet you have I mean, every other world at the same time we haven't fully explored our oceans so there is you could go and do that um i mean and, and to be honest 
if you had to spend time on the planet, like say you get you get your wish, you're immortal. Boom. You're going to look like you are in your prime immortal. Magic. Not nanobots. Magic. Forever living. That means all you have to do is waste time. And by waste time, explore the entire world, which could take forever. Going and around, looking at all this a stuff. Fortune. I mean, yeah, I mean that's what I would do. Um, right. Or use my time to figure out how we can make money obsolete. That'd be fun. Um, <laughs> but do things like projects, like grand projects, because you now have the entirety of existence to do things. Uh, and then once someone's like, "Hey, we invented space travel," be like, "Okay." I'll go. I can't die. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I just feel like any of those, uh, like, whenever they talk about, like, the, the vampires who've been around for, like, thousands of years, or, like, a thousand years, or a uh, couple hundred years or something, I'm so bored. Everything's just all the same. Really? You explore the entire world in a, in 200 years? I I doubt that. <laughs> I and doubt even, that highly. <laughs> yeah, and even if you did, I mean, things keep coming out and changing. and I can barely keep up with shit now. I, can you imagine being immortal and like being like, fuck, didn't you guys just figure out how to do boat sailing? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> right? Like, like, literally born in like the 1500s, like to now. It is literally a completely different world. Like and we're coming out with shit every other week, every week. Well, yeah, and it's not even like a like oh hey we have this too. It's like hey look at we did this is going to revolutionize the entire world almost and, once it becomes like affordable. Well, even even when it's not affordable, it's like you know when we were like hey we went to space, we were like oh that's fucking amazing. We went to the moon, sweet. But now it's like you have discoveries that are as grand as the space travel thing um as far as what they're capable of doing pretty much every week stuff is coming out with something new i mean they're on the verge for the nanotechnology they're on the the what was the the biohacking thing which is scary and also like wonderful all at the same time you know all these different things are happening and you just can't keep up with it because it's not like this is the one thing we're focusing on like when we had the space program the entire country was focused on the space program sure people had their day-to-day life stuff but you know everybody's like this is the one thing we're doing but now there's all these projects being funded by either the government or the private sector or whatever and it's just all this stuff and if you can't get excited about that if you can't get over excited about the excitement of all of the different things that we might be capable of as a species you're fucking doing it wrong <laughs> right um I mean, uh, obviously, yeah. I don't want to make this into a political podcast ever, but like, you know, when, when people ask me about, you know, what's going on uh, with in the U.S. about whatever, like when we talk, when I talk to like people that I know in Australia or other places, how do you feel about Trump? Yeah, it fucking sucks. But grand scheme, fuck that guy. <laughs> well, yeah, and ultimately, we have a limited term for a reason. We have impl- our policies implemented to prevent things from happening. Yeah, um, and all this other kind of stuff about chunks of balances about the whole freaking thing. And I was actually talking to a person from Sweden about the same thing. He's like, "So, what do you think about a new Trump?" I'm like, "It's going to be one of two things. He's going to might be a good president, might be a bad president. Either way, it's just another guy in office because he he's just basically the figurehead." Yeah, I mean, there's there's all these other different you know 
departments and things and all these other things involved. And yes, I agree that right now the climate in America, like for civil rights and other things like that, and and or equal rights um, is what it's called now. <laughs> Sorry, um, but you know, and all that stuff is it's that's important. It, I'm not saying I'm not trying to take away from that. I'm just saying that grand scheme. I really wish people could get their shit together and stop treating people shitty based upon some arbitrary thing at birth that I don't really think matters that it shouldn't be something that matters. It should just be everything is equal and definitely go out and do the things that you need to do so that we can get to that point. So then as a species, we can collectively go to the stars. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I want. That's that, what ultimately, I want that's that's yeah, that's been the argument of everyone that's ever had. A, I feel like a cool head about things. Is yeah, let's just work together. I don't care what, who, how, whatever you do. We just need to go forward and prog- progress as a species, not as a country, not as a freaking yeah. Cause, a cause ideal system. A lot of these things are, you know, things that the person is born with or is a completely stupid thing that we created, like nationalities. You are all human. <laughs> yeah. Get your shit together. Well, and, and 90% of the whole issues between people were created by previous um, generations to control them. Yeah. So we just need to get over that and be like, hey. We don't need to control anyone. We just need to work together. I mean, yeah. But it's getting far too political. Yeah. Um, what we're trying to say is be nice to everyone, play video games, have a great time in life. And, and let's go to the stars and have holodecks and shit. Like, because if, if another, if an alien race shows up, they're not going to be looking at us like, hey, you're gay, you're, you know, Mexican, and you're canadian like nobody they're not gonna care we're all humans to them we're all savages. i'm gonna say you are either a <laughs> edible or b disposable or three conquerable comparable <laughs> so it does not matter or an equal for or, possible equal in yes. which case they will not fuck with us so we're all humans and we gotta deal with these aliens real aliens not yeah. stupid uh, wall bullshit not, fuck wall, you guys. not wall aliens we <laughs> wall need space aliens, aliens. <laughs> Fucking a. So uh, anyway, let's go to the stars and have holodex people. Let's. That's all I'm saying. And lightsabers uh, and shit. Be space wizards. Let's be space wizards. Yes, space wizards. Let's to be the max. better. Let's be better and be space wizards. Yeah, there are far too many games for us not to be. Anyway, that's everything we have for today. If you want to get a hold of us, um, and possibly yell at us for our bullshit. <laughs> political thing because we're idiots don't take what we say seriously we're fucking idiots when it comes to stuff like that um but like like i mean we ended this with let's be space wizards so really don't take everything we say seriously but take that seriously Um, but we do want to be space wizards that's serious some serious business um but you can get a hold of us at the rant and rave cave at gmail.com you can get a hold of us uh on our facebook page at just facebook.com slash the rant and rave cave twitter at rant and rave cave maybe one day we'll be better at twitter i don't know um and then uh or you can send messages in a bottle to archer over here with water in them i'm, I'm also accepting space bottles now so uh feel free to cast them i, I will ex- i will i will accept 
jars like the ones you get from the Lon Lon Ranch in Hyrule, uh, but filled with stardust. And I mean like the stardust in the movie Stardust that turns into a person. I feel like that's really complicated. It's very very specific. specific. So if you can do it, kudos. If you can't, that's all right. I mean, I'm not going to look down on you for it. Either way, until next time, have a game-tastic day. Game-tastic indeed.